When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You struck me as a double bunny ear kind of guy. Cholesterol. That's going to be my drag name. I cracked kills. We're diving into drag race and drag race all-stars, y'all. Hello and welcome. Welcome back. Gavagag. I love that. Put that bass in your walk. Head to toe. Can let your whole body. Do you see my pose, my RuPaul? I love your pose. If, if, for the listeners out there, for the ones that cannot see me, I look exactly like RuPaul right now. Seasons one and two of Pose. <laughs> Graceful, beautiful. Also, awesome. you're uh, you're listening to the Seven Sean Show. So that's us, and this is our show. Mm. Gava girl. <laughs> What the base in your walk? Welcome. <laughs> um, we are here uh, in uh, a unsolicited location at the edge and corner of the world, where everybody is trying their best not to laugh at me while I describe this. Uh, it's Florida. We're in Florida. We're in Florida. <laughs> a nondescript location <laughs> at the end of the world. <laughs> I mean, that does stand. I. That, yeah, I mean, no, that's exactly how I describe correct. Florida it to how, everyone I know. Yeah. It's the hell of the country. It definitely yeah, tracks. We hate it here. Also, <laughs> with our special guest, uh, Casey. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. We're so <laughs> excited to have you. Welcome. Uh, yeah, I know. It took us a minute to introduce you. Hell. Also, I just want to let you know, your excitement is palpable. I can really feel it in your voice. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> have you ever <laughs> thought about <laughs> trying voice acting even? <laughs> Have you ever uh, seen the show Daria? I feel like you'd be perfect for the reboot for that. Um, I will be honest, you guys. I have never seen an episode of Daria. Never? No. (laughs) No. I definitely have way back in the day when it was probably originally on. Yeah. I recently added it to, like, my list on Paramount Plus. Where you can watch. Paul's Drag Race. Not sponsored, but what a tie-in. Look oh at you. God. Have you done this before? <gasps> oh, my um, God. Maybe. No, definitely not. Speaking of tie-in, can I be vulnerable? I mean, you always are, so sure. Can I tell you? Can this be like... Oh, my God. Can just us girls. Just us girls. Okay, like, yeah, casual. Can I just okay. be, like, really honest here? Okay, yeah. Okay. Be really vulnerable with us. Wow. Okay. Um, it's okay. Don't cry. Don't tear up. I just. Uh, <laughs> I just. So I never learned to tie my shoes in the regular way that everybody ties their shoes. Okay. Wait. Wait. Hold on. Pause. What is the regular way? Because I feel yeah, like there are like, there are two ways. Two yeah. universally They're, known yeah. ways. So, so you're like, saying you tie them a different way than the two universally known no, ways? No. 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 It's one of the two universally known ways. It's just that I find that most people that I know will use the other universally known way that's like faster. Meanwhile, I'm still... You do double bunny ears. I do double bunny ears. I do double bunny ears. You struck me as a double bunny ear kind of guy. I I am the other way. I don't yeah, do I'm a double, single bunny ear. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, it never made sense to me. And honestly, let me tell you, the anxiety of trying to like learn how to tie my shoes, I was like, give me Velcro for life or give me death. Like, I don't know. <laughs> give me a like. slip on any day. Yeah, Where are the Crocs? I will literally take it. Now I'm over here with fucking combat boots. And I'm like, we're going to figure it <laughs> These out. These are the longest laces ever. <laughs> Seriously. I will say, I I think, although I think I like may have like convinced myself of this, I think if I tie my shoe with a double bunny ear, mm-hmm. it's not as tight as if I do it with I, a single bunny ear. I, I double knot it. You do? Okay. I, well, I am a double knotter as well. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But really, you turned out okay with your double bunny ears. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I wouldn't go so far as to say okay. <laughs> I'm not okay, but I'm alive. <laughs> I'm alive. I made it this far. With the, I guess. Far. <laughs> you know what? The base of all the, the trauma started there. The trauma started with the double bunny ears and the rest, you know, here we are. Well, the Honestly, is her stirring. Is her. Thank you for. Wow. Which circles us back to, to today's, today's topic. topic. I'm sure you've never done this what before. What a great Casey. segue. Um, yeah, I've just watched a very great example of a beautiful woman. Oh my God. On TV. A beautiful woman on TV. Oh my God. Everybody's favorite, Liza Minnelli. <laughs> um. <laughs> Not, Not my Liza. favorite. I mean, she's great. I love Liza. I love a good cabaret. So, what you're woman. saying is you hate Liza. I don't hate I'm a pretty girl, mama. Mama never took me to the theater. She never took me to the theater. She said, why do bluebirds fly? It's Liza with a Z. It's Liza with a Z. I feel like every Liza Minnelli stan is going to just roast us really hard. Absolutely. Everything we just said. Mm -hmm. But I'm not even, I know, let the record show, I do not consider myself an impressionist. Please take my impression with a grain of salt. I can't do a single impression. (laughs) Yeah, no. As we we listen back to what we pre-recorded. Right. <laughs> I can do really terrible impressions. Ter- yes. Like would... an obscure. Yeah, like if I'm like trying to not sound like the person, 100% can nail it. But yeah, if, 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 if I'm want, trying to imitate, yeah. If you want a show of terrible impressions, we are for hire. We will literally do an hour loop of just really <laughs> bad impressions of people. Here's my Matthew McConaughey. Find <laughs> me at OnlyFans. All right, all right, <laughs> all right. Ooh, that's Ooh. a really good one. Do you guys want to hear my uh, Bradley Cooper? Oh my gosh, yes. I just want to take a look at you. Wow, are we in the room with wow. Bradley Cooper? A star if I close is my born. eyes, yeah, the star has just do a really good impression of Lady Gaga running her hand down her nose, her finger. And in this oh podcast gosh, format, uncanny. everybody can imagine <laughs> it perfectly. Lady Gaga walked in the room. Lady Gaga. You know, the other day, I, I wanted to say Lady Gaga's real name, and I ended up saying Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie Meyer? Stephanie Meyer thought she wrote Twilight? I was like, yeah. And I was so confident. I was so confident. You mean Stephanie Germanata? I don't know why you said Stephanie Meyer. Stephanie Germanata. Chance, you got that right, honey. (laughs) Honey, oh mama. Oh, sweetie. Oh, baby. Oh, Oh, my God. So, yes, today's topic, though we've uh, come a long way around, (laughs) is drag I wasn't even going to say Drac- queens. Drac. Drac. It's vampires. Dracula. I want to suck your blood. Oh, See, that's oh, another oh, impression. That would also be a very good topic. Absolutely. Drac. <laughs> we did all three watch those movies that... Oh, yes. In like 12 We're, hours. In like 12 hours. Literally, with a you bottle of gold tequila. You have watched the entire Twilight series. And a king-size bed across the world. And a king-size bed eating truffle fries from room service. <laughs> in a hotel room across the world. <laughs> Down under. Down, Down under. under. So yeah, drag queens. Or not drag queens specifically, because that's unfair, because they're kings and non-binary friends. Drag in general, Just drag. right? I will say my first 
ever real experience with a drag queen because we all live in Orlando, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, oh, I mean, a nondescript location, location in Florida. At the edge of the or world. Orlando adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> we are adjacent to Orlando, which has a, a pretty thriving, pretty largely populated LGBTQ community, right? Um, but before I, I started know. working in Orlando, yeah, I know, you know nothing about that. I would know nothing about um, that. Before I started, you know, really working in Orlando, going out in Orlando, my first real experience with a drag queen, I went to a drag bar in South Florida with my mom and my aunt, which does not sound like fun right off the bat, but I actually had a lovely time. But the drag queens at this particular bar were the servers as well. Oh, I love For it. the tables. Yeah. And it was my first time ever really being next to a drag queen in person. Like, I knew what a drag queen was. I'd seen images of drag queens. I knew, I understood it. Um, but I was like, just kind of like nervous and shy. Cause I was like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what's appropriate, like whatever. And I remember very clearly the drag queen that was serving us. I can't remember her name for the life of me. I'm really sorry. Was she serving and was she serving? Yes. And yes. But also she like reached behind me to like around me to fill up my drink. Mm -hmm. And like, she was like leaning into me so I could feel like her weight on me. And she was like, can you feel my titties on your back? And I was like, is this how I'm supposed to talk? So I was like, oh, yeah. And she goes, well, honey, I got news for you. Those are my balls. It, like, dropped her <laughs> voice down the octave. And I was like, I love drag queens. And from that moment on, I was, like, obsessed. This is it for you. Hooked. Yeah. I love everything about drag. I can't get enough of it, quite frankly. I love it. I, I love that story. That's a great I've never heard that story before. It was a, it was a very... In that, well, because also I'm with my mom, so I didn't yeah. want to be like, yeah, balls, but like, what do I say? <laughs> exactly. You know, in four, free, four years of friendship, that's literally never been something that I've ever heard. I, I act- can't believe you've never heard that story. That's funny. I know. I, we learn something new every day. I, oh well, we, she had just told me that story the other day when we were hanging out yeah. and saying, like, I had never, again, ever. in all of the years of friendship, never heard that story either. And that I was wild. just like, wow. I'm like, that's such... What Such a I great, say? again, introduction. I have many yeah. facets of my, my personality wow, that you guys deep. are still unaware of. Oh, my oh, God. My wow. Gosh. She's like a, a many-page book. A many-page book? Yeah. It's not a thing. Yeah. This. No. I'll, you know what? A if it wasn't a thing. <laughs> I'm a many-page book. <laughs> Somebody call Random House. <laughs> She's got something for you. That and another thing that we're going to cover on another show. Uh, Childhood trauma? No, I was going to say oh Wattpad. Oh, <laughs> I mean both, yeah. (laughs) As she starts crying. You know, it's so funny. I I had a moment where I thought, wow, because I didn't appreciate drag. Like at the start, I was just coming into like my gay identity. I used to own chickens, so it's been a big scroll, which really doesn't have to do with anything. But if you imagine where I started from, I'm wearing flannels, I'm owning chickens to it now. It really perplexes me that people just own chickens for pets. I don't understand. I don't recommend I hate it. Chickens. I don't I really, recommend okay, it. Okay, y'all are going to hate me. I really want a chicken coop if I ever have the land and like the space to own it. Because like, I... I try to eat, like, organic when I can, as I also, like, shove McDonald's in my mouth. McDonald's like, is organic. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Those absolutely. chicken nuggets are definitely chicken. Well, I heard the apple do... slices are organic. Oh, the, the apple slices are organic. Well, you know what? Door. If you... Oh, my God. We're... You can curse here. I know I can. This is not a family-friendly channel. We're talking about drag queens, for Christ's sake. Absolutely. Sometimes I like to keep my purity. Oh, my God. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> But I, so funny enough, um, if you, you know, do yoga on the mats that the McDouble's made out of, that, you know, it's a full circle. I don't, oh I tend, try not God. to eat the 
burgers from McDonald's. Oh, that's fair. Well, if you've I ever... I love me a quarter pounder, honey. If you've ever watched the documentary Food, Inc., it talks about what the McNuggets are really made out of, and it's terrifying See, it's funny, sad. like, when documentaries like that come out, <laughs> it's funny. This is going to make me sound really shitty. I like to consider myself, you know, like, I care about the planet and, like, yeah. my body and, like, you know, I care about things. But when I see stuff like that that comes out and then I see all the tabloid stuff about mm-hmm. it, I will intentionally avoid it for as long as I can because, it. like, ignorance is bliss. You know what right. I mean? The yes. less I know, the better. Absolutely. I don't want to know that I'm putting literal poison in my body. I'll find that out later down the line when 100%. it's irreversible. There's no chance exactly. of when, like, survival. We're on our way stuff out. stuff that concerns me and, like, my body, I care more about, like, matters of the heart. Like, not my physical heart and health, but, like... Tree. I care more about like humanity. She said, I'm going to love myself right to the ground. I don't care about cholesterol, but I care more about how people are feeling every day. I care more about how like people treat each other. Exactly. Clog your heart with love, not cholesterol. Exactly. Am I right, ladies? Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know. Cholesterol. That's going to be my drag name. Please welcome to the stage. Cholesterol. Okay. So I tried drag for the first time when I was like first getting like into my gay identity. I was working on this show and they were like, okay, we need a drag queen because this is going to be the sense of humor in the show, which is not okay. In the grand scheme, like we're not going to make light of this event, but I was like, oh my God, I am the moment. This is the moment. Never put on makeup before. never put on a dress. Never put on a wig. I am a queen. That must be intimidating. Like as a man who's never, like, I mean, as women, it's kind of different because it's all branded towards us. Not so much nowadays. I feel like we're getting a little bit better with that. But like, that must be incredibly scary to like try to figure out how to do your makeup, what makeup to even use. Like we all kind of have it laid out for us as women. Like they tell us exactly what to do, but guys, they're kind of like, fuck you. No, like you have your, especially if you have a a mother around, you have that mother saying, oh, you have blue eyes and that color, like whatever your eye color is. Yeah. You know, you get told that, whereas like, for us, it's mothers, all novelty. Yeah, they don't tell yeah. that to boys. You know what no. I mean? Right. Like, your eyes would look great with right. brown eyeliner. No one says that. But you know what? It's it's also male privilege because, mm-hmm. like, for me, at least, I'm not speaking for everybody, but, like, I went into it and I was like, well, people have never told me. Well, I mean, yes, because traumatic life. So, like, people have told me I'm bad at a lot of things. But, like, going into this, I was like, Wow. People tell men they can do anything. So I can do this, and I'm an expert. Let me tell you what, plot twist was not. But Little did he know little he did was he know. not an expert. He Are you was about not to pull up expert. a picture to show us? Oh, yes, oh I gosh. am. Well, I this think is like hot ones where they pull up their Instagram page oh and they gosh. have to explain it. I think you guys have seen this before, but I'll, I had this really, really awful, like, red wig. Oh, Lord. Like, synthetic hair wig that had just been literally mistreated. So badly, right? And I, I wore it. I was like, I'm the moment. We're going to put on some garage door eyeshadow, a random lip kit that, you know. What is garage door eyeshadow? So like um, when you have, when you put shadow on and it's just one color that's like packed on all the way. Oh, I see. Uh, I, I didn't know that that's what that was called. Oh. Wow, we're learning. Is that a, is that a drag term? Mm-hmm. Oh, it is? I didn't oh know gosh, that. I didn't Absolutely. Know. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> wow, we all learned something today. Wow. Uh, but I had just like looked absolutely terrible wearing somebody else's dress that didn't zip all the way it was like backless and i was like okay well if it's already backless we'll <laughs> we're gonna make it work honey <laughs> extend the zipper right in these awful awful like pumps that were terrible and i was like wow i am the moment honestly halfway through the run of the show i gave up on the pumps so i'm just entering barefoot i am literally screaming michelle visage would ream you ream me to death i'm that is a moment i Hate, hate. I am so with Michelle. <laughs> Sometimes Michelle can be very, very 
so hard, mm-hmm. so harsh. And but I agree. If you take those heels off, honey, yeah, it ru- well, it just it ruins like the whole illusion. I mean, drag queen, drag king, whatever. Like whoever's wearing heels, if you're wearing heels with like a sick ass outfit, mm-hmm. I mean, or even if it's not a sick ass outfit, a dress. Yeah. If you're wearing heels with it, it completes like the image, and it like literally just cuts your feet in half. If you're wearing a nice outfit, exactly. and then you look all the way down, there's no, no shoes. shoes. You're like, it's ridiculous. Fuck? Also, I'm, I'm rocking size twelves, like living my life, but trying I'm to be like, s- I'm a woman. I'm sorry, I'm a woman, honey. Like, if you, especially for the competition, if you go out and you know that's your look, and especially if you know you've been doing bad all week on the show, and like you know you're gonna have to lip sync for your life, like. You, gotta Dan- you should know that you have to dance in your fucking heels. Honey. Also, oh, honey. Oh, honey. Oh, mama. I found the photo. Oh, my God. I'm going to introduce you both to... Oh I don't also don't know why I chose this name as my drag name. It was terrible. To Miss Chamomile T. Oh, my God. I live. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> okay, first uh, of all... I saw you in the show. Oh, my God. Yes, I you did see me in the, the show. show. First of all, the wig is not that bad in the this photo. Oh, it took work. The way you described it made it sound a lot worse. That I is photography. You're rocking like, the middle part. Thank you. You're actually a very pretty woman, yeah. I will yeah. say. Thank you. The I mean, eyebrows? But yeah. also, look at this lack of contour. There's nothing there. It's just my white-ass face. But honestly, though, this picture is from a couple years ago, yeah? Yeah. So I, your face, you're still kind of like a baby face. Yeah, so like it doesn't... You don't really need the contour because your face is still kind of like young looking and like it, it look wild. you look like a woman because women have like fuller cheeks oh my god you Wait. literally look like honestly no offense to your sister you look like you could be like related to your sister yes hi this like was yeah the fringe the year before fuck boys fringe right because yes. it was yes. so it popular was. you did yes okay. but this was also the sequel so there's a worse photo i just haven't scrolled far back because i was this character twice so i was in soap opera one and then soap opera two sloppy seconds so this is where i actually had a real character whereas the first one i was a walk-off and i literally described myself as eye broccoli because you know like some people are like eye candy i was eye broccoli and she had a southern accent she was like hi i'm chamomile tea and then i sing about somebody pissing on me so oh drag right yeah (laughs) no that's not how that goes casey what would your drag name be okay if i was being serious i have no idea i honestly don't know i have to think i have a list funny enough okay of because we were just talking about your like (laughs) Yes. Drag name, like options. If I went off of my gamer tag, it would be Blue Sunflower 420. <laughs> Which we love to see it. Yes. We love to see we it. We do but love to see it. Let's listen to your drag names. I'm yeah. intrigued. This wonderful list. Okay, so my first one, you know. Uh, You're building up a lot of hype right now. So yeah, I really hope My it first one, which is number one on, on my list of, of drag, drag names. names. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, so my first one is Ruth. Anasia. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. I don't even care what the rest are. Like euthanasia? Uh, I get it. Oh. <laughs> like you, what other word sounds Some, like that, Sean? Um, sometimes, as was said on season eight today, sometimes you don't need to explain the joke. We get it. So, the other one. Gia Teen. I like that one. I like that one. Absolutely. I love, I love, I love, a good, I love beheading. I love a good, yes. I love heads. Murder. <laughs> okay, Murder. this one, which I thought was a little like crystal method, so I think it may be a little dumb, but amphetamine. Uh, uh. I had a lot of those put into my body in the month of March. Oh my god, wow. And they did nothing. Oh. <laughs> I love crystal meth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love crystal meth. Did you guys know? I'm sorry to branch off topic really quick. I watched this very fascinating Netflix docuseries the other day. Uh, not the other day, it was a while ago. Anyway. 
It was called uh, how to how to like fake a drug scandal or something like that. Basically, long story mm-hmm. short, it was about this chemist that like forged a bunch of like drug tests for court cases and like had all I these things overruled. Yeah. Anyway, she basically like the whole thing was that she started using all the drugs that they kept in the lab like for herself like recreationally. And then when she would get shipments like from cases, like she got this whole kilo of cocaine ones, and then like took some of it home and added baking soda and water to cocaine and made crack out of it to use. Yeah. But, like, because she was a chemist, she knew how to do that. Like, also, how do you... Well, do they I mean, teach you that in chemistry school? Like, all right, guys, if you ever come across some cocaine, well, simply add baking soda and water, molecules. and now you have... Cr- oh, I guess that's true. No, I don't mean to out myself here, because drugs are bad, and I'm a child of God. Um, <laughs> I know, I couldn't even get there myself. Um, but I uh, didn't even laugh. I just rolled my eyes. She said, viewers and listeners at home. There are no viewers, just <laughs> listeners. But, um... <laughs> It's it's funny because yeah, that's literally how drugs are made. It's ridiculous because I mean, if somebody here's the tea. drugs are made with science. Drugs science are made with science. Rules. So get a PhD so and then start a cartel. That's all that we're saying. We're not that's condoning that. That's my fallback. That. That's, yeah. If writing doesn't work out, absolutely. <laughs> well, get to cooking, baby. To go back to school, children. <laughs> You're never too old to get follow to your dreams of selling black market crack. Absolutely. That you made in your garage. Right. Keep a little for yourself. Switch Quality it. control. Exactly. 100%. We are not telling you to try crack. Please. Quality this is a disclaimer. control. Catch our channel on YouTube. Quality control. We'll be giving you everything that's happening with all current YouTube Yo, days. that's actually a really good idea. I know. Oh, my God. We said it out loud, though. We can't. Just I mean, cut this part out. Of the oh, yeah. We'll just cut it. We'll just cut it. Okay. I okay. Think we should games. cut this whole part. Yeah. We <laughs> should not be promoting crack. We should not be promoting crack. I only crack. promote the drug. Of, of love. Love. Okay. I literally and just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> I'm okay. screaming. All right. <laughs> no, um, okay. The only time that crack uh, is relevant to talk about is if you're eight years old and you tell somebody who's bending over that crack kills. Yeah. If you see someone's butt crack, then you can say, hey, man, say no to crack. I, I say you say it anytime you see it, no matter what age you are. Anytime Absolutely. it's spoken up. Oh, guys, sorry. We're going off on a tangent, but we're talking about crack. And I teach a preschool class for those of you that don't know this, yeah. listeners. Really and good segue. we're going through the alphabet, and I was C I recently did did the letter Q with my kids, right? And so Not we did crack. Q for Queen. Oh. And one of my kids has a how, speech impediment. How perfect for this episode. One of my kids has a speech impediment and said, "Miss Savannah, Q is for crack, right? But he really meant quack, like oh a duck." God. So I was like, "Nobody." Crack starts with a C. And then I was like, "Why am I explaining this?" But he really meant quack, like a duck. And I was like, "Oh." Quack starts with a Q, but crack does not. And it was a whole thing. Sorry. It, anyway, let's stop talking about like crack. Duck, please. It cracks like a duck. It cracks like anyway. I'm so Ooh. glad you realized what he said because I that conversation for me would have continued about crack. I was like, well, <laughs> I thought you meant like a crack in the wall or something. Absolutely. I mean, I didn't. My mind didn't go to crack. He's four years old. For like Christ's sake. No, but I would have thought about crack like a butt duck. crack because he I'm said crack like a duck, and I was like, oh, we have a speech impediment. I forgot. The next one on the list. Anaphylaxis. Shock. Oh my god, yes. Oh my god, is there a song called Shock? Because that's like the perfect opener for the show. Please welcome to the stage, Anaphylaxis, performing Shock. Okay, as you research. Hmm, yeah. Um, I mean, if there's not, I'm going to write it. And yeah. Literally, Perfection, literally. absolutely. And so if it's a club mix, you really only need to have that word. You're like, bunts, 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 shock. Bunts, shock. Shock, I'm going to go shock. home and write it right now. Oh my god, perfect, done. Just do oh, shots, but rewrite it as shock. 
shock, 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 shock. Everybody, Everybody. you had uh, some peanuts. You, now you as have you introduced <laughs> us tonight. Truth hurts is just last Friday night. Literally, no, not truth hurts. It's juice. Juice. It's just juice. a rip off. Juice is such a good song. No Tino Shandaluzo because no, she's beautiful. No, it's not amazing. even a rip off. They just fit it's perfectly. Yeah, Absolutely. music I mean, is that cool happened like that, because that, yeah. The mashup There's only game. so many chords. Okay, so anaphylaxis. Yes, we have Benadryl, which honestly is not my favorite, but I could vibe. Uh, why not Benadryl? Because there's Benadryl yeah. creme. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay, Benadryl. Um, yeah. Then yeah. we have Fanny Pack, which I feel like is already being used. I feel like some, some queen has that already. That definitely, that reads me... If I saw Fanny Pack on a marquee, that gives me like a Tina Burner kind of vibe. Like, you know, it's a comedy queen yeah, that's like going to be showing out, like giving some laughs. That's a Fanny Pack. Yeah, for yes. sure. Then we have Cassandra Kit or Cass Kit. That's my name. I love that. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage, Mrs. Cass Kit. Stop it. Oh my God. Stop it. And then my favorite, well, not my favorite, but it's one of them, um, is... Jewel tones, and I feel like she's a singing queen. Like, oh she's, yeah, she's she like performs. a fashion queen for sure. Fashion queen. She's yeah. serving fish, and then she is serving glamour fish, honey. And I think on this note on my phone, I don't know how it started, but it's literally, it's just the French flag. <laughs> I don't know how this relates, but it's there. Well, uh, the French gave us existentialism Price? and the menage a trois. So, ooh, absolutely. Thank you to France for that. I can't do. I can't do it. I can't do it very loud. If I'm trying to do it, I can't do it. But if I'm like fucking around, I can do it perfectly. I learned how to do it from a very early age. I'll lean back from the microphone, but it's very much like. Yeah. So I can't do comparing it. tongue clicks. Is that or who has the best tongue pop? Yeah. Ganja Astranja. She Absolutely. has a good one. Or Alyssa. Alyssa, 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 I think. Oh my god! Alyssa I'm not gonna say iconic. she originated it, but like she was the one that I mean, like made it iconic, one, yeah. really for yeah. me at least. She popularized I, it. Absolutely. I love Alyssa. I what love the fuck is going was, on here on this day. I feel like Alyssa was screwed. What? What said, the fuck, fuck is, is going, going on, on in here on this day? day. <laughs> I I want that tattooed on my butt. Honestly, same. I feel like Alyssa was screwed over so much in both of her, in her original RuPaul's Drag Race season. And Sorry to interrupt you. Spoilers ahead, obviously. obviously. We oh, haven't yeah. really said that explicitly, but we are spoilers ahead for I don't mean absolutely. to like take over at your all's host. No, you're the special guest. Host. Take yeah. over. Like, we're diving Thanks. into Drag Race and Drag Race All-Stars, y'all. Wow. She said she, I'm so coming spoiler. in hot. She said, we're driving in. I don't Sorry. want any hate messages. I've just been watching a lot. I love We've it. gotten Casey really into Drag Race, yes. so we're very excited. We I'm very excited to hear your thoughts on yes, everything. Absolutely. All I can watch lately. Yes, All I, I love. Can watch. But yeah, Alyssa Edwards, I 100,000% agree with you. She got fucked over both yes. times. Can we also but talk I- about how on, so like when she was eliminated in All Stars 2, let's talk about how Miss RuPaul literally said, go fuck yourself. Because literally on the anniversary I will well, never was, get over this. That was her, like, because she got eliminated, and then it was came like, back. Yeah. yeah, your revenge. Absolutely. And then it was she the, came back. That, so that was her second elimination on that season. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, she literally on uh, the anniversary of her mom's death. On the anniversary uh, of her mom's death with her sister, when she's like, "We haven't talked in a long time," and so she's here, and I'm really excited to bring her. And she said, "Is that what you want? Well, you're never gonna get it." <laughs> Honestly, though, like. As a performer, I know you guys all know the feeling of rejection. Yeah. 
and like that feeling of failure and watching her, you know, it sounds harsh, but watching her lose technically three times because she did get eliminated twice on yeah. All-Stars yeah. and to see how gracefully Graceful. she handled yes. it every single time is I think why I have so much respect for her she's, and why I love her so much. She's a class Absolutely. Absolutely, because she could have easily been like, "Fuck you, my mom died, you exactly. fucking bitch." But she had, she said, "It's okay, don't be sorry." She was so well, graceful, you know what and eloquent. You have and, like, to remember, on All Stars, Rue was not the one. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, yes, not Rue was the home. one who puts them in the bottom, but she couldn't really save anyone. But Rue like, was right. not the one drag race. Yeah, Rue was not the one. Who it was the other queen. It's the other queen. It's and true. at that point, it was a politics thing it because was a it was Detox and Roxy. Yeah, it was besties. The friendship Absolutely. at that point. Alaska Talks is alive yeah, and well. To see how gracefully, and to even hear her joke, like, I was an excellent fifth runner-up, like or fifth alternate, like, yeah. so much respect. Well, even the same thing can be said for Shangela on All Stars 3. Mm-hmm. Like, watching Trixie Mattel talk about it, like, being there with Shangela on stage, and, like, yeah. how she talked about Shangela did, like, the little... And then, and then had, was good, like yep. mad she respect because that must did. be tough. Not only to to feel it in the first place, right. to have all those cameras on you, all those people watching you, time. knowing how many people are going to see it. Like that is so. I could not handle that the no. way that they did. Like I, mad respect for that. Well, you know what the thing is too is that I think a lot of that appreciation for Melissa comes from working on the pageant circuit. That's true because it's like. You know, like lots she, of wins and lots of losses when you compete like that, yeah, like when that's losses. what you do. So that that makes a lot of sense too. Absolutely. Well, Casey, yes. Who is your favorite queen? Okay, I got to kind of split it up because I do have yeah different love for different reasons. I, get I it. have personal and like almost a lifetime of respect for a certain queen, Ginger Minj. Who I knew way back when, before Ginger Minj was even in existence. Of course. Well, I guess that, that's something that we haven't mentioned either. Two out of the three of us, aka my co-host Savannah and also Casey, have both worked. My co-host Savannah, like as if... <laughs> Hello, that's me. Hi, that's you. <laughs> um, both have personal relationships with... I will say, though, before you say personal relationship, I'm not a cloud chaser by any means. I'm almost certain Ginger Minj has no memory of working with me, which is totally fine. I don't no. walk around being like, I worked with Ginger Minj. I never say that. It was an awesome experience working with her because I worked with her out of drag as Josh um, mm-hmm. in Avenue Q, the musical. Um, and he was awesome and so sweet and so great. He honestly gave us one, gave me one of the best like closing show gifts ever. And I will never forget. It. I still have it. But I'm almost certain he does not remember working no. with me, which is totally fine. No, no, no. I knowing jo- I literally have known Josh since I was six years old, and he used to be my theater teacher for a couple of years, like when I got into middle school. But no, knowing Josh. because even though he wasn't directing he he was able to kind of I was able to chat with him and he was able to give me notes mm-hmm. not necessarily in my performance but just like was able to help me kind of think about things I hadn't thought about before in terms of like my actual performance quality right and working on stage with him he's such a fun person to like work with and bounce yeah. off of and we we had this but little game that we would play where we would like try to sneak in a word into the show but like only we would talk about it beforehand and not tell anyone else and yeah. it just became this super fun thing that we did. And it's so memorable to me. Like, I'll remember that forever. It's like... But, yeah. So, I have, you know... I always have, like, a lifelong, you know, love for yeah. for her. But if I... Currently, if I had to pick one drag queen that I absolutely j'adore, it is 
much. Adore. <laughs> I, I can't imagine doing something like that, like Drag Race, mm-hmm. at 23. No. Right? I can't. Just like right I know she gap. wasn't like the youngest ever to do Drag Race. Oh, no, not at all. But I mean, I just turned 25. Yeah. And... I've never done anything remotely close to like a reality TV wow, competition. Wow, you're over the hill. But the I know I'm practically <laughs> dead. Um, but the idea of doing something like that at 20, I can't remember what the fuck I did when I was 23. There's a reason for that. Well, like you're still figuring yourself out. Like 23 <laughs> is still as as far as I'm concerned, 23 is closer to 18 than it is to like 30. You Truly, know, like it's, it's you're still a kid. You're a <laughs> child. Yeah. Like you're not. You don't have any of your shit figuring figured out. out. So yeah. like I have so much respect for her doing that at that age and going as far as she did as such a fresh like young drag queen Absolutely. I could have never done something like that like that's right. amazing my mad respect for Adore is that she already knew who she was as a performer she already had her brand down she already yeah. had her following at 23 she's already a celebrity in the drag community a very popular age. celebrity like yes. she's she's yeah. got a following and, you know did. she yeah she got her shit for like we need to see you in this we need to see you with the corseted body we need to see you with this thank you but, bianca like <laughs> oh literally thank you bianca which we will let's touch base on that yes next, please stop um, but you know she had this cult following if you want to call it because yeah. honestly she is she totally has, like, she mentioned it. She has that 90s vibe. Like, she gets I want to see her from Forever 21, right. like I everyone else. Her she said, What's good, wet seal? Her version of Hedwig and Hedwig mm-hmm. and the English. Oh my she God. She talent yes. to do that show. Live. She's funny. She's talented. I love that she's so real and so unapologetic about what she mm-hmm. is. They were like corseted. She was like, mm. I'll do it. I guess, but right. I'm not going to like it. Like, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. I love it. I love the was. no fucks given attitude. Yeah. And I love the commitment to who a door is. I Absolutely. love that that's never in question. No. Also, that Snatch Game performance. Stop it. Anna Nicole Smith? Yes. Stop. So Honestly. Did, she won, right? No. She, uh, it was uh, it was, that, it was Yeah, it was... As oh. Maggie Smith, yeah. which oh. was honestly which very was so good. Honestly, I caught BS. I love Ben Telecrem. When she told Rue, I've never done a finish accent before, I called BS because that shit was hilarious. Well, you know, that's the game, too. That it's is very the game. much. Think, and, you know, Trixie said it, too. Never it, say what you're good never at. Never say what you're good at. So it acts like a surprise. So it surprises the judges. That's true. Should be that like, is true. Maybe well, Ben is just way too smart for all of us. And she had it in the bag the whole time. She knew exactly what she I'm was doing. No, and she I'm had sorry. it in the bag then. She had it in the bag also in, in three, but we're not even going to go into it so then you have two seasons later in season eight robbie turner who is another seattle queen which is where dayla's from yeah and robbie turner literally says i have to be dayla and uh jinx monsoon who are fellow seattle queens yeah so like robbie turner knew what dayla already had so it's like if you're that familiar with your yeah. fellow sister queens. Absolutely. Well, they all knew what Dayla already had. Yeah, if you're performing on the same circuit, you see these people all the time, you know their bag. Right. And you also have... Which is what I'm hoping that, like, when they do the casting of RuPaul, uh-huh. they look at stuff like that, yeah. where they, they don't just have four queens from Seattle. But I also like when they do the rivalries. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? They have the two people, like, um, Alyssa and Coco. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like right. They knew. Absolutely, they knew, they knew that I mean, shit. Because that makes TV. good TV. Exactly. exactly. Jinx. Monsoon. Monsoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm dead, I'm dead, I'm dead, I'm dead, oh I'm dead. I'm wow. I'm literally going to vomit. It's literally the synergy between us. I cannot. <laughs> okay, so how did y'all feel about having like two quirky queens back to back, like Sharon Needles and mm-hmm. Jinx Monsoon win? 
So here's the thing. I think that when Jinx's season came out, and and Jinx has talked about this also, is Mm -hmm. that like you have very little time on top. So like you have your reign, but then it's like, bam, here comes the next one. That's the change of seasons, baby. There's always going to be someone fresh. Right. Trends are changing. Because they get to go on tour and all that. And that's literally like you have what? Right. A year, year. literally. Literally a year. And you're like, okay, well, we have to make it. It's the same thing, arguably, not to go too off topic, but like I went to high school with a girl that won Miss Florida. Mm -hmm. But like that's, you literally. She has a street named after her. (laughs) You win Miss Florida or Miss Universe or whatever. You're Miss yeah. Florida for a year and then there's another Miss Florida. Bye. Right. There's nothing left for you. Make your legacy now. Yeah, because you, have, you, you have a limited... You have like this legacy, right? And you, you have to make it right there in that year that you have. So she always was like, it was great. But I think, you know, some queens, when they win, you're like, oh my God, yeah, should have won. And then other ones, you're like, okay, we see where we're coming from. And Jinx said has said on multiple occasions where she felt like she fell in between some seasons where Queens were really, 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 really big and memorable. Yeah. I will say this, like to tack on to that. I didn't love Jinx in her season, but Mm -hmm. I become a bigger fan of her after the fact. Yeah. Seeing things like the Jason Dela like Christmas special, mm-hmm. seeing her evolution in her makeup, even yes. like her outfits. Like I've become more of a fan of Jinx after her season. Right. But also like it I can't imagine how it must have been being Jinx for Alaska talks, like in that final four of that Can season. Can you imagine? How like that must have been like scary and daunting and like she fucking pulled that out and clutched it up. But I, I agree, like she's kind of sandwiched in between pretty iconic queens on either side and yeah. she's great and awesome in her own right but we're just gonna she kind hold of out. falls a little bit under these other bigger names that did end up getting a little bit more popular and a bigger following absolutely sure. we're just gonna hold off for that winter season baby hey honey <laughs> i want an all-stars winners season i me too i've heard I talks i've heard rumors i want an all-stars winners only season Absolutely. here's my lineup bianca del rio yes trixie mattel yes sasha velour yes bob the drag queen yes sharon needles yes one all-stars too uh oh it was, it was alaska it was literally alaska i would love to see alaska and sharon compete directly head to head yes but you know they're friends like now they're friends now Oh, yeah, because they, they broke friends. up, right? Yeah, they yeah. did. Have you listened I, to her music? Because she literally calls it out. I think it, it's in, like, your makeup is terrible or something. But she's literally like... I would like love a- to see them compete against each other. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be, one, awesome TV. Two, just great to see what we could get out of them in the challenges. Like, Absolutely. That would be awesome. Any Does anyone have anything to add to the lineup? I honestly think that all of your choices were really, really, really good. <laughs> I mean, I'm not as well versed in Drag Race, though. Like, there are a couple that seasons I probably huge, left out. That would be a huge, comedy lineup. It, it would be that's huge. true. Because you need some fashion queens. I think, I mean, Trinity got nine, and then she got All-Stars four. And so Trinity won? Wait, Trinity? Uh, God, I'm going to spoil again for you, no. baby. I'm sorry. Oh, oh um, so, Taylor, right? Yeah, yeah. so Trinity Taylor... Um, I was thinking of the other Trinity from Trinity K. Bonet. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was. I was, I was like, like no, she no, didn't. I was like so confused. Which um, I love Trinity. Oh I love God. her growth. Her growth. Yeah. She really, really and grew her, on that season. And her, like if Mom, her and Bianca yeah. aren't friends now in real life, I would be so sad. Yeah, she's so good. You know, she was just uh, in Central Florida a couple months ago. Really? Yeah, she was. She did like an outdoor Tampa show, which was really good. I, you know, I didn't hear about it until after the fact, anyway. But yeah. 
But no, those are all got very, very comedy heavy, and it's it's hard because true, yeah. the 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 fashion, like the fish queens, mm-hmm. they're the look, but it's and they're they memorable. I find that they don't really win though. No. If we're doing strictly a winner's because season. it's all about it's all about the full the well rounded. Yes. You got to look good, why, act good, sound good. Yeah. Again, going back to Jinx. Again, not to like I didn't want to like bring up that question when you have Sharon Needles and Jinx. I don't disregard them at all. They're very talented. Again, it's about that well rounded. Yeah, we have our very fishy queens. Roxy Andrews, mm. stunning. So pretty. They Literally always mention, beautiful. They always mention she pulls out the looks. Roxy, Every, Pheromone, yes. Courtney Act. Those queens that are literal women, women. like yes. in drag. That Valentina. <laughs> Valentina. Controversial. Never, but Naomi ever. Smalls even. Like, yes. Ever be able to look like that as a woman? I will never, never look like that. I could beat my face for days. I could I pad never. and pray. Listen, and Mama, just because be you have a sugar daddy who pays like for that. all your outfits, <laughs> I'm screaming. Sorry, I just heard about that. I will never look like that, and that's what got me. I no, but like literally, like you can't tell it's, me that it's not an it's art a, form. <laughs> like right, yeah. it's it. I was just about to say it's a work of art. It like, truly is. And those are players at. The highest level. Even our girl Katya. We didn't even say Katya in that no, list. I yeah. consider no. Katya a fish queen. But Katya oh, yeah. doesn't want to again. I know. That's what she said. She said she did not want to. She said maybe for like a. I mean, but how many all stars can you come back for? Yeah. But like. Not she, even. But she didn't win. That's no, what I'm saying. We're yeah, doing a winner did. season. But I, right. I mean, if we're talking strictly fish queens, I think Katya is a fish queen. She is. She's very well rounded as a performer. Yeah. Great dancer. Great lip syncer. Absolutely. Funny and as hell. She's got the comedy in it, too. She's really, really great. Speaking of which, we got to hear, uh, Casey, your faves. Savannah, Savania, Lasagna, what are your faves? Honestly, <laughs> it's going to be cliched and it's going to be basic. My fave, my fave, my ride or die is my gal Trixie Mattel. I, I love, love her. her. She's so good. I love Trixie. I love, I just love her. And here's my thing. Also growth. Season seven. Yeah. My gal. Season Yikes. seven. Season seven. Oh. Ooh. She got oh, back. Trixie. We love that. Also with Ginger, you know, they had that thing. I think that both times she was right to go home. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. The, gr- the green outfit that she wore that she got eliminated on, I 100% agree with that. Not the best choice, my gal. Not the best. Coming back, and even in All Stars 3, we started a little shaky. We did. Started a little shaky. But I I love Trixie merely for the fact that she has had staying power and continues to reach into the stratosphere of career growth Absolutely. after Drag Race. Right. And it always gets me like the one el- the one elimination of her and uh, Chi-Chi, and I forgot who else was the, the final, the third one, that Shangela sent home mm-hmm. in All-Stars, and Shangela's going on and on and on and on and on, and you are convinced it's gonna be Trixie. she is talking about Trixie. Yeah. And she's not, and you were literally like, what the fuck? But because everything Shangela said was true about Trixie. She had yes. a career outside of Drag Race that was arguably bigger and had a bigger presence than when she was on uh, Drag Race. it already existed. Also, I love the fact that She's actually talented. She can mm-hmm. sing. She's a musician. She can play multiple instruments. I've musician never seen someone play even. an auto harp before ever in my entire life. Are you kidding? In and the that fact that it is even. a drag queen singing and playing the auto harp, are you literally kidding me? She had so many prospects before, you know, before even Drag Race. And also, the, the talent, the comedy is there. The looks are turned out. I love the vibe. And it's funny because, like, with even with how exaggerated her makeup is, 
you still look at her and you're like, wow, she's fucking she's beautiful gorgeous. and stunning. Right. And it's so she funny. Has, she completely has her own look, she is her makeup own wise, entity. Mm-hmm. But like you said, she's still beautiful. You and don't she see has, anyone that looks like that. Right. She and has her so finger successful. in every little pie. She's got her, her makeup career, right? Exactly. So she literally she's has the makeup line. She's a woman, honey. She has the YouTube. She literally has music, albums, covers, released. I aspire, honestly, to have that kind of career that just branches out over all of that. Yeah, She really is. Honestly, Trixie Mattel, ride or die. I, probably my top number one fave ever. Love her. Love, 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 Trixie. Oh my God, Trixie, I'm knocking my drink over for you, girl. Trixie, close, close, close second, only because I see myself so vividly in her. (laughs) Katya Zemelechkova, okay? Like, Zemelechkova. Zemelechkova? Yes. Okay, whatever. I'm not Russian. I'm Either Dutch. is fair. Because anyway. I mean, in Reggie wrote you, she said, Katya, yeah. Zomelechikova. Zomelechikova. Yes, but when Trixie Katya. says her name, she's always like, Katya Zomelechikova. Zomelechikova. Okay, so anyway, in Soviet Russia, this is Zomelechikova. Okay, delete that. Can, delete. Anyway, can I okay. hype up Katya's baby photos on okay. Instagram? Because I love them. They are, whether. It's Katya out of drag or in drag. They are mm-hmm. all beautiful. I I just see Brian, so much of myself in her from the petty theft to the <laughs> zero fucks given to yes. the sometimes I look fantastic and sometimes I look like I picked my clothes out of a dumpster. Petty yes. theft, mama. We're talking grand larceny, mama. Hey, I don't do that. I do that. I'm just kidding. Well, I don't do that. Yeah, because Katya, she had a whole thing. She, where like, she stole a bunch of money. Like what? over $18,000 because she was working from for her boss. From her literal boss. She literally was working for like a drag boutique, sort of like how we have like ritzy rags here. And she like lived upstairs, like above it, didn't yeah. she? Yeah. No, that was a different thing. Oh, that was a different right. drag bar. But um, she literally for years funded herself into like even drag race for all of her looks and everything was just stealing money. And the way that she got that job was because she got fired from another job at a tea shop that they were, it was these two secret lesbians that like convinced the boss that uh, Katia was stealing when she wasn't. And she said, you know what I did? I turned around and I stole a lot of money. She paid it back. So, you know, so no harm, no foul. I would yeah. hope so, since she is like very successful now. Absolutely. Um, I love her. Also, I love that she has an addictive personality because I identify with that. Likewise. Um, <laughs> Bianca Del Rio. Mm-hmm. Yes, mama. The moment that bitch walked into the workroom yes. on the first day, you knew she won. It's yeah. like the thing, the comedy, the looks, the makeup, the acting, the snatch game, the all of it, even the choreo. Like in the last challenge when they mm-hmm. did sissy that walk, like she was like, I don't do Korea. Mm-hmm. She did it on a fucking treadmill. She was smart. And killed it. Yes. Like the you never had a doubt in your mind that she was going to win. No. And I adore her. I love right. that she's a bitch, but I also love that she has a maternal instinct she and does. wants to help people out because she doesn't want to see people fail. She wants to be people fair and square. And yes. I respect the And it's the shade too. It's never, and that's like the thing about comedy too, which I really appreciate from her, is that she never, even if she makes a joke that's really, really like a deep cut, it's never personal. No. I would never, I wouldn't even call it shade. It's 100%. It's a roast. It's a roast. Yeah, it's a roast. It honestly is. And that's what makes her so amazing. And it's the fact that she says it with such no fucks givenness, givenness, that's what makes it not personal. Like mm-hmm. if she said it like more pointedly and like direct, like then it would feel like a personal attack. But she right. says it 
in the same tone that she'll literally talk to everyone else in the audience, even the judges, even exactly. the other drag queens, that it like you feel all included and you feel like you're all kind of level. So that it never feels like, oh my God, she mean mean to me. Like, right. But it's hilarious. It's a joke yes. and everybody's in on it. It is so funny. Even, and- even I think about even her, like some of her serious moments where probably mm-hmm. some people took it as like, wow, she's being harsh, like with Laganja Estranja, when everyone's trying to say hey you're not being yourself you're putting on this voice mm-hmm. right you're i'm doing- feeling very attacked right yeah. that whole like her final episode oh god and it was they were just trying to be hey you're when i'm sorry when everyone in the room is pointing out this huge flaw you're having maybe you should work on it candy um <laughs> i'm screaming but even like i'm like bianca came in moment one Hundred percent real. She was there. She was seasoned. She was not. This was not her first rodeo. She came here to take no prisoners, take no names, and and kick ass. She she had it from the and she did. She she studied the show in the past and saw what she had to do. Right. Came in, was herself, and did it, and got the job. It's the playbook. I am a little intoxicated right now, but I will say I don't think I can recall an episode on her season where she did poorly. Ever. Like, like literally. I think she had like four or five wins and was never in the bottom. Yeah. Like, literally, she never had to. She didn't have to sink until the final episode. Exactly. She was like, okay, this is fine. And you're going to tell me that that's not your winner? Right. Uh, Runners up. Like, I mean, queens I adore, but like, probably aren't like my. Not the ones that I follow actively. Like, um,. I love Ben Delacrum. I do her. love her. Love her. Um, Jake's Monsoon, like I said, I, I've gotten to like her more as I've gone on. I really mm-hmm. do like Bob the Drag Queen. Yes. And um, uh, Bob is hilarious. Is it I'm, Monique Hart? Yeah. I was going to say Monique Exchange and I was like, no, That's those Monet are two different Exchange, people. Yeah. yeah. Monique Hart. Um, I like her. Um, I like kimchi. Kimchi's cool. I have a real appreciation for Miss Fame. Mm-hmm. for purely really the looks. Yeah. I mean, I love Miss Fame. I think she's stunningly beautiful. I think the makeup is always snatched. The looks are always snatched. High, 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 high fashion femme queen. Yes. Not really memorable in anything else that she does. No. Which is okay. Yes. She's stunning and beautiful, and I love That's that. Okay. I have a real respect for like that kind of art. Yeah. Uh, so my faves. Okay. So my number one um, is going to be controversial, but I love her. Uh, season nine, Sasha Valore. Our winner, baby. Love her. Love her. her. I mean, honestly, I have a soft spot in my heart for all of season nine. A bunch of really, really talented, really, really, really wonderful queens. Um, Season nine is underrated, I think. It really is. They don't give enough. But Valentina, are you kidding? I mean, and she's... I'd like to leave leave it it on, on, please. Like, are you kidding? And honestly, global pandemic, are you kidding? She had it right then. Honestly, we should have known at that point. Valentina was way more woke than any of us realized. Exactly. I love her. We had her. We had Sasha. We had Peppermint. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? Peppermint was in that season. She was. What an iconic queen. Um, Also, as just like an honorable mention, uh, Violet Tchotchke. Oh my god. I mean, god. best waste in the competition Can we ever. Can you know, She literally used to cinch and sleep in it. The reason why her waist is what it is, I mean, we're not recommending because no. that's bad for your organs, but literally the reason why her waist is as cinched as it is is that she would sleep in those corsets, mama. And she literally, her fashion is amazing. And she's working with these amazing, Top amazing, designers. So much. She's literally serving... Just, like, iconography all the time. The fact that that is a man 
that can still serve these looks and these bodies, like all these really well high, like really well paid high fashion models. Absolutely. Like Gigi Hadid has got nothing on Violet Chachki. No. I'm sorry about it. Like you know what I mean? And that's a man. No. <laughs> Seriously, that's no what's woman ridiculous. Has on I'm so I'm, seen, I'm so amazed by I it. I haven't seen a waist like that since the one actress in White Christmas. I'm screaming. I'm shouting, but you're I'm, so right. I yeah, I love Violet Chachki. I love that she's just such a fucking cutthroat bitch. I love it. Honestly. I love it. She doesn't give a fuck. And then we have honestly like Shea Coulee. She's iconic. And and she knew, she knew, like, during the final lip sync when they were doing at the end of season nine, and again, very much in that way that Alyssa is mm-hmm. being like, I knew this was my time, I'm going to be respectful, I'm going to be pleasant, and that was what was so wonderful. It was just so good. Ugh, sorry, we're, like, literally spoiling everything for it's you. It's okay, yeah. I'll still watch it. Yeah. yeah, no, you should still watch it, because I, I, like, knew the winners and stuff of certain seasons, like, when I started watching RuPaul. Yeah, but it doesn't take away the love of what's happening, you know? Did you also know that Trinity is from here? I did really? not know that. Yeah. Trinity the Tuck Taylor? Yes, because Trinity's from here. Also, um, Roxy. Roxy's from here. Ginger's from here. Yes. Like, we really do have a solid we budding scene. We have a very solid Orlando. I love you, or- Orlando. Orlando adjacent. Adjacent, on the edge of the okay. world. Okay, I can't believe... I did not mention this drag queen. Yes, please do. Nor any of us have mentioned this drag queen because Mm -hmm. she is like the mother. Mm -hmm. But Latrice Royale. Oh my God, yes. Oh my God. Oh my God, Latrice. We should be shamed. Yes, we really should. Shame on us. Sorry, Latrice. Sorry, Latrice, if you ever listen to this. You know who doesn't get enough credit either? She's a fantastic drag mother. She lives in LA right now. She's absolutely amazing. Mayhem Miller. But Mayhem is amazing and is also the drag mother to Eugene from the Try Guys, <gasps> Cheyenne Pepper. Oh. That's his drag name? That's his drag name, that. Cheyenne Pepper. I didn't even I'm know screaming. he was a drag queen. But I love Axel Andrews. Oh my gosh, I was just going to say that. Yes, one of our local queens. Axel Andrews queens. has been like a staple since I started going out to gay bars in Orlando. Like, yeah. Like, he's always there and he's that like, I don't even... I haven't really talked to him enough to know what he considers himself, if right. he considers himself a queen or a drag king. Yeah. Because his look, like you said, is so, so androgynous. He does the beard and he mm-hmm. does like the mohawk, like, and yeah. he doesn't dress super feminine, but like, but that's his something that the show's turned. missing. It's the it's right. the androgyny factor. And I think a lot of queens have talked about it as well. Well, like, it, like, I mean, fits. you, like, you but, were talking about earlier, like, before we started recording about Gottmik this season, for example, and how really, yeah. like, the times are changing and stuff. They are. And how we're seeing queens from really different, like, all different walks of life. And I think it would be really cool to see someone like Axel Mm -hmm. that still embodies drag and has that showmanship and that personality, but doesn't do a traditional drag queen, quote unquote, look. And even if it's not drag race, even if it's not, like, the, the pageantry that that show entails, it could be anything, as long as it receives the same... Uh, attention and and advertisement as Drag Race does. And I think that's something that a lot of people who enjoy Drag Race and the drag community are really hungering for. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is really good. There's another queen who isn't part, she hasn't um, been a part of Drag Race yet, but who I really enjoy. I've worked with for a couple of years now, personally, who's also a friend of Ginger. Tora Hyman. 
<laughs> I know. I love that name. name. What a great name. And she's great. She obviously has done a couple shows locally with um, Ginger. They've been friends for a long time. I've gotten to see her drag evolve in the time that I've known her. It's absolutely amazing. And before the pandemic was booked as, quote unquote, the diva on Virgin Cruise Lines when they oh first gosh. went out as like on the inaugural ship. She was the diva. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing that. Yeah. Absolutely an amazing queen with so much talent. She's like right. working it. And also won um, Camp Wanakiki, which is like a... Camp Wanakiki. Yes. Wana which is like a lesser Not known to show. to be confused with Kai Kai, which is what one guest did on RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh my God. Kai And Kai. I was like, those are two different things. Those are different things. Kiki, Kai Kai, different. Um, I'm screaming. But yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's just... I mean, not to hop up on a soapbox or anything, but it it's such a beloved art form. And that's really what it is, is an art form. It is truly an art form. Drag has evolved so much from yeah. what it originally was. And there are so many different branches. There's just not drag queens anymore for right. the men. It's It has turned into the drag king. They can do more of the androgyny androgynous stuff yeah now and it's it's so beautiful and it truly is its own brand now and you have trixie mattel Mm -hmm. again who has built an empire empire. empire, like rupaul has done for herself absolutely Mm -hmm. and it's it's amazing it's amazing representation out there we haven't even touched on trans representation on RuPaul's either. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what's great about Gottmik as well. She, yeah. maybe not the first trans queen, but at least the most recent right. um, yeah. trans queen that we have that's also making really, really amazing strides for the community. One of the things that I, I think I love the most about drag, not even drag race, it's so much more than just like a man in a dress. Yes. Which is what I think people have been conditioned to believe for so long. And Absolutely. that was kind of why drag was so taboo. It is so much more than that. And like watching Drag Race, you you see like, you need to be able to sew. You need to be able to do this. You need to be able to do makeup. You need to be able to do improv. You need to be able to right. do all kinds of different skills. It's, it's not art. just like I'm putting on a dress and walking down a stage and being pretty. Like it's, it is an art form, like exactly it as you guys so said. And more. it takes dedication and passion. And it takes hours and work to put into it. People don't just show up and they're like, I'm a drag queen. Here we go. Yeah. Like. It really is an it's, art that requires dedication and passion. These people are turning, artists that have fine-tuned yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It's literally turning around and putting on a show. Mm-hmm. And you I think have it's, to make it happen. Yeah. I think it's a whole experience. Right. It really is. I think also on our way out that it's important to mention that not all drag is drag race. Mm-hmm. That That's exactly. That's what true. you need to do, I mean, it's a little harder now in the pandemic, but there are still ways to appreciate this art form, is to... Go out to your local bars. Go and support these queens that exactly. are making it for themselves. Show them themselves. some love. Follow them on Instagram. You know, like go see their shows because there is a whole other world out there than just the stuff that you see on TV. You know, and these people in your local places and in your local bars, like they are. What sometimes make this. it's in a it's in a, a place of town that doesn't celebrate something like that. You know what no. I mean? Or it's it's in a place where. That's still considered very taboo. And like, if you support it, go out and show your support and show your loving because that's only going to be received by these performers and it's going to make them feel so good. And it's going to make them just, it's going to make it feel like it's all worth it. It You know, like like that, what they're doing is celebrated and loved and it's beautiful and appreciated. Like, absolutely. So 
they even through their Instagrams or Facebook pages, whatever you follow, you know, TikTok, there's so many different platforms to follow them on. They will they are doing live shows through those platforms or they will send, you know, cameo messages if you know what cameo is. And yeah. There's so many, they have merchandise. There's so many YouTube, Trixie, Mattel, mm-hmm. and Katya like, literally yes. are plastered on YouTube. They are so big. And there's so many that are so small. I think there that- There are so many who have music, like iTunes, yes. just support their They're music. Just like, In the words of the incomparable philosopher, Alaska Thunderfuck 5000, tipping is compulsory. If you're worried about what compulsory means, it means tip those girls give them your support tip 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 they love tips just the the hey the higher the tip you're gonna get some fucking attention which we all love attention please give me your attention as charlie puth said you just want attention (laughs) you don't want my love well on our way out casey thank you so much for being here well thank you for having me absolutely do you have any i don't know like exciting things that you're working on that you're super proud of and excited about yeah i'm working backstage um on a show at the ice house theater in mount dora right now um the show has a really long title so i'm just gonna call it by its short name uh, and it's called farndale you can get tickets online and it's a super funny show within a show. It's very similar to uh, the play that goes wrong. If Ooh. you're similar, or if you're familiar, similar. That's my life. <laughs> the play that goes wrong. The life that goes wrong. The life that the is life wrong. That wrong. An autobiography. So it's it's uh, mainly women. So it's a very f- strong female-led show. It's hilarious. Yes. They're all super talented. So come out and support them. It runs four weekends. It opens on July 16th. That's awesome. Well, we'll have to make sure to definitely check that out. And if you guys listening are also inclined, please check it out. I'm sure that if my friend Casey is working on it, it's amazing. So, And if you too live in an undisclosed location in Central Florida. (laughs) At the edge of the world. Come on down to the Ice House Theater and see Casey back. Just age. <laughs> Unfortunately, you will not see me, but you will feel her presence. <laughs> You'll but know. My presence will be there. She, she will be around. Now, Savannah, uh, how can people find you? You can't. Um, no, you can. My Instagram handle is Savannah at Savannah underscore Peterson. It's just my name. Um, or you can also find me on Twitter at Just Sab is Fine. You can also follow my podcast that uh, I wrote. It's my original um, script, but it's set to the music of iconic rock band Fleetwood Mac. That's called The Chilling Adventures of Rhiannon. It is available to listen for free at thechillingadventures.com. Um, and you can also follow that on Instagram as well. And where can the people find you, Shauna Rue? Well, you can find me on Instagram at Anthony underscore Clams. Um, Lord of the Clams. I am Lord of the Clams. The flies? No. The clams? Yes. Clams quiver in anticipation of his arrival. (laughs) Indeed they do. Um, And you can find us um, at the underscore Sav and Sean underscore show. That's us and our show. Yes. And we would so, 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 so appreciate if you'd be kind enough to like review, um, subscribe, and or follow this podcast. It's the best way that uh, small creators like us can uh, get the word out there. Small in the figurative sense. We are both in the literal sense on the larger side. We're tall friends. We're tall friends, but we are small creators. Exactly. Wouldn't you like to support a small creator? I hate that. (laughs) I don't like that. I hate that. (laughs) Delete it. Delete it. Delete it, guy. (laughs) And thank you all so much for listening. Um, And we will see you guys 
next time. Goodbye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.